Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Kyle from the Tripolar Trillionaire, and we're on podcast number 31. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in today, coming back. I previously made a episode number 31, and I tried to post it, and it wouldn't allow me to post it. It still hasn't allowed me to post it, and I tried to do that probably three days ago or four days ago, and that... You know, maybe this video isn't, or this episode isn't about that podcast, but it was, you know, just something that shocked me that, and it was the stuff I was talking about, granted that the reason it didn't get posted, but the fact that they knew it was on the tape before I even um, posted it was the thing that gets me, and that's how it went down. I recorded it and tried to type something in and it didn't work. And then I used multiple different titles to see if that would change anything. And it, it like locked up the, the file. So that's weird. You know what I mean? But anyways, back to the subject, back to today's topic. Um, so just pretend I'm God for a second, right? I know that's funny, but just, just pretend I'm God for a second. And I'm telling you, right, that you have one year to live. It's 365 days. Meteor is going to strike the earth and you're going to die in 365 days. Hypothetically, I'm God, right? And I say that to you. What would your response be? What would you What would you do differently for the next year? Or what would you continue to do you know what, what what would happen to your life if you knew you had one year left i think that makes a lot of us really reflect on the life that we've started and lived you know most of us can probably say say it's safe to say that most of us ain't living up to what we wish we could be living up to most of us wish that you know, we could just all of a sudden be rich and famous one day or we could have the things that we desire most. But that's not the way life works sometimes. Sometimes things that we desire most are the hardest things to accomplish on purpose. So we have a reason and a sense of entitlement for earning that thing. We thrive on that end goal rather than falling in love with a process and that's where I'm coming to a point in my life is that I I don't get the things that I want because I'm not in love with what I do and what I what I love to do is a lot of different things but I'm just practicing a lot of different things I'm not really good at anything I don't even know what my particular craft is 100% it may be writing it may be doing podcasts or blogs it may be one of my little side jobs you never really know so I dig deep into all of them and try to figure out who I am as a person, but it's just, it's kind of weird. So, you know, just think, you only got one year to live. What would be the first thing that you do? Well, me, the very first thing I would do is tell all my loved ones that I love them and tell them thank you for everything that they've done for me in my life. Uh, not necessarily all at once or make it seem life-threatening. You know, some people may take that as a suicide threat, so be careful. 
Um, I'm not laughing about suicide. I'm just saying people would take that one as a little bit strange that you're messaging them acting like you're going to die. So don't say nothing about your dying, but I would say, you know, that I love all my loved ones and I want to tell them thank you so much for all they do for me or something. But be very um, discreet and say as minimal as possible in that one. And then the second thing I would do is really reflect and probably come up with some type of like one year outline of my life, you know, like a calendar. And I would plan that thing out completely. Completely. You know, I would just plan out every single day and maximize every single day that I had left to the fullest, you know. If I was, say I was the only, you know, get so much money and so much vacation time and all that kind of stuff, you know, I would, or say you were broke, what would you do then? You know, you still got one year to live, but you're completely broke. Then what do you do? So you're going to have to make some money, but you only got a year to, a year left. You know, you only, you can't work the whole year You're not, or you can't work everything unless you, you know, what are you going to do then? And that makes us really think about what's important and what was really what really matters in our lives, you know. Because money that shows you right there, money is everything. You got a year left to live, then that money can't buy you nothing but a couple of good nights before you go out. And that's all it is. Money is meaningless. Money. It's valueless to me. Most people find that they need it to cover their overhead, and I get it. I'm not hating on nobody for doing something different than I do. But me personally, I don't have to work, and I don't have to, you know, bust my neck to get a paycheck, you know? I do things differently. And the reason I incorporate my self with being able to teach others and be like the rich is because... I studied the rich and 90% of my day, 95% of my day, because I don't have nothing else to do but study from these people. So I learn everything that they do. I learn all their tips and tricks and secrets, and then I just apply them to my life. And no, I'm not as successful as these people that I aspire to be, but I am at the level of producing, for the most part, as I should be at this age, I think. You know, if I knew I was going to head down this road at the beginning of life, I'd be way farther, but I can't go back on anything. I have to go from where I'm at right now. So I have to say that right now that I'm in a good place, but it could be much different. But if I had that one one year left, you know, I would totally, totally maximize the amount of time that I had versus the amount of money that I had. I, you know, you would try to get money so you could, you know, do more things and this and that. But there's only so much you could do to earn money. And you don't want to waste your whole time trying to earn money when you could be spending that time with your loved ones or, you know, doing things that you really love to do. And most of us love things that cost money. But we can fall in love with other stuff because there's the stuff that's more important. Because when we go, we can't take nothing with us. You can't just bring a book bag and, you know, it's not an overnight stay at the Ramada. 
You know what I mean? It's something totally different. And when we leave this world, all we have with us is our thoughts and the things that are inside of our brain. And we don't even know what that is. But it's not a material-like object. So we're not really physically bringing anything into death. So if you had one year to live, what would you do? Would you run towards the money? Or would you run towards your family and finding out the meaning of happiness? They say the root of uh, all evil is money. It's actually the love of money is the root of all evil. But there's been a misconception about that, saying that money is evil. Money is not evil. You need money to survive. You need money for certain things. But when it comes down to your time versus your money, what do you value most? Because most of us say we value our time. But we spend countless hours clocking in and never moving up the economic ladder. We stay at a job that we don't like for a rate that we don't like. And we're giving up that time that we have where we could be educating ourselves or spending more time with our loved ones. But we don't. So it's time people reflect and just think, you know, what if, just what if, just think about it. What if I was going to die in 365 days? Would you eat healthier? Would you not eat as healthy because you wouldn't have to feel like you'd need to worry about the repercussions? Would you go see the doctor more than you regularly did? Or would you just avoid him because you knew that something bad was going to happen? Would you do good because, you know, you wanted to leave a good imprint on this world? Or would you do bad because you know you can get away with it? It's all... The way you think of it. And it's all about perspective. I don't want you to envision death. But I want you to understand that your time is finite on this world. Money is infinite. Essentially. They will say that there's not an infinite amount of money. But since money can be created out of nothing. Money is infinite. And money is digital. That means money can just be created and created and created. So, you got to think about that. Your time cannot just keep multiplying or it can't increase a billion fold in, you know, one night. Your money, you can. So, understand that this world is a hard place to live in sometimes and things aren't always the way that we want them to be. But even if you don't have everything that you want now, be appreciative of what you do have. The ability to eat a good meal, the ability to see a smiling face, the ability to talk to your children, the ability to go outside your doors, the ability to take a hot shower. All those things we, you know, Overlooked sometimes because they're just given to us. But what happens when those things start being taken away from us? And all those things that we really love become just 
bits and pieces of who we are. We could do things differently and we could treat each other differently, but we don't because we feel like the other person's opinions are wrong. And that's why God gave us an opinion so we all could have a say and we all could be individuals. But he didn't also say that that would have an inverse effect, that it would separate us. It's time that we get over our differences and we start really collaborating as one and really realize that we all have a similar objective in this world and that is to save time and gain as much time back as possible. If we start working as a unit, I think that we could get back at least the life that was owed to us. Because we don't need no money. The banks want you to think you need money so you could buy stuff. But you don't need no stuff. You have everything that you need. Could you survive without that stuff that you think you need? Say you had one day. What would you do? 24 hours. One day. 24 hours, 60 minutes. And it's over. And it's midnight. And your family members are all sleeping. You call them. Do you just avoid what you got to do? What if you had a minute or an hour? Say an hour. And it's 3 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. No one's going to answer your phone calls anyways. What do you do? I think if we all started thinking in this way, not necessarily thinking that we're never going to die or, or we're going to die, but thinking that and understanding that death does occur. So be preventative and planning of death just in case the situation occurs and you could have maximized your time that you have on this earth doing things that you love. That's why they say love is the strongest power on the planet because love is what makes people live a certain way. They fall in love with certain things. And usually it's certain people, but sometimes it's things. And I believe that we're falling in love more towards things than we are people. And we're falling apart because we're not loving of people as much as we are of those things. Like your smartphone and your, you know, your fast food and your coffee. You think that stuff really matters? What matters is that your kids grow up in an environment where they don't have to fear that there's going to be weapons drawn at school or that somebody's going to die because of an act of terrorism. You think that the world is doing good, but in reality, people die every day from starvation. 
And we're over here thinking that we have endless time in the world. I'm just saying, just think about if you had one year or one month or one hour. What would you really do? How could you contribute to the world in that amount of time? Planning things out and setting goals for yourself. Having daily assignments. That stuff's great. You got one day to live. I mean, or you got so much time. Why are you waiting on a miracle to occur or something just to fall in your lap? When you know that the world works in the way that is most common, and that is you attract what you become, and you are who you desire yourself to be. You desire who you are. You must find out who you are. If you don't know what you would do in that amount of time, say we just gave you one year again, punched you in, set the time or the the clock at 365 days, and the timer starts right now, and it's ticking. And once that time goes out, your lights are out forever. Now don't think, like I said, don't get into the habit of thinking that you're going to die tomorrow or that, you know, um, this is a message about any type of anybody dying. This is just the fact that I'm trying to get you to realize that if you were to live more so like you were dying, you would be more appreciative of the things that you already have and you would spend more time with the things that you really love and find out what matters most to you rather than the things that we feel mean most to us and that's getting more likes on Instagram or scrolling through a Facebook newsfeed or watching YouTube videos for that matter. We know that stuff is meaningless but we continue to spend hour and hour and hour and day and day and day after another falling into these things, this trap that has no outcome for us. It's not going to give us nothing in the long run. Reflect on your time. Spend it with your loved ones. And understand that we all have a, a due date. But we all can do something today that changes who we were on this planet. Even if it means changing to ourself, changing to one person, changing to the whole world. We can do big things if we really, really work for it and we really deserve it. Some things go bad. Some things happen. People die. But while you're still here, Set the bar high and make an example of yourself. Enjoy the little things in life. For one day you look back and realize they were big things. Take this uh, episode into consideration. Uh, I'm really appreciative of you coming by and listening to the podcast today. I know I haven't been very consistent with the schedule, but for right now I'm just doing a behind-the-scenes 
of my life and kind of knowledge and um, tips that I have and advice for life in general about spirituality and entrepreneurship because I'm essentially writing a couple books right now that are about that and I'll let you know more about that later on in the podcast but for right now I, this is just like a behind the scenes um, if he had something else to say kind of thing I reference this podcast and my YouTube channel in the book and it's basically just uh, you know if you really want to know everything that I know then you know the book will tell you so much and then you got to follow the podcast and um, the YouTube videos to get you know some additional stuff some background information stuff that you wouldn't get from the book so I appreciate everybody stopping by thank you for listening again this is Kyle from the Tripolar Trillionaire and I am the Tripolar Trillionaire Squat!